What's up, Jays fans? Uh, this is Matt Dean here from White and Blue Review. Um, obviously, it's getting close to March, which means it's getting towards the end of basketball season. And for certain Blue Jays, it means the end of the careers of, of a few. Um, so today, I am sitting here with the women's basketball seniors, Jalen Agnew, Olivia Elger, right? The soft G, yeah? <laughs> I've, I've messed that up your whole career. I that's my admission today. Um, and Morgan Turner. Uh, first of all, I appreciate you guys taking time out of your post-practice evening where you'd rather be, what, napping or anything else? Other than eating, eating, yeah. Anything else than interviews, right? Um, but obviously, you guys' senior weekend is this weekend, so I appreciate you all sitting down and getting ready to recap all of my tear-jerking questions that we're going to have. Uh-oh. Just kidding, there's not that many. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I did first want to start with... Uh, just kind of like a state of the union, if you will, just, you know, because this last stretch, obviously, um, has been interesting because it's been, been a little bit inconsistent. There's been some injuries you guys have had to overcome, um, but it is getting down to crunch time now, and I just wanted wondered what you guys' thoughts were in terms of the team's overall confidence and how you guys feel going into these last two before Big East play starts, whoever wants to tee it up first. Um, I'll start out with, I think, um, we made a jump um, in some things this last weekend um, with Xavier. That game, um, I think, will hopefully propel us and push us um, to play well this weekend and going forward. But, um, yeah, we, just had to, we had to talk with our coaching staff, and we just had to make a jump in certain – in, like, defense and rebounding. And so I think we did that on um, versus Xavier, and I think that's just going to help us um, going forward. Yeah, I mean, like you said, we had dealt with people being in and out and uh, different lineups and all that stuff. But, I mean, when it comes down to it, we're in a good position. I mean, not a, I would say, must-win games for us this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think we're all on the same page and we're ready to accept that challenge. So, it's not much more you can ask for to be at the end of the season and last conference games having to mean something, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you're in a must-win situation, it's probably good to have them right, at home, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, I wondered how much of, because it's been talked about throughout this last month especially, but, you know, with, with people being in and out of the lineup and in and out of practice, not to make excuses for you guys, but how much has that affected just the overall edge and especially on the defensive end and the physicality you guys are able to simulate in practice. Because it seems like, and this is will lead into my next question, it seems like that's kind of affected you in games where it maybe takes you five to ten minutes to kind of get acclimated to the physicality of, you know, being, you know, teams trying to take away your strengths. And I wonder how much of that is due to the fact that you haven't always had everybody rearing to go in practice and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I think it plays a role, but, I mean, it's not an excuse for sure. I mean, we still have the guys come in and they do a great job preparing us. And I think, honestly, it's just kind of like lessons learned. Like, we need to be more physical. We need to out-rebound teams, we, you know. So it's on us still. Um, I mean, the, when you look at the first quarters, I think since January started, so basically after Jalen lit up Villanova, um, you guys are minus 37 in the first quarter alone. Like, do you – do you notice a common theme in terms of the slow starts? Why teams are able to kind of jump on you and 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 how maybe you can remedy that with these last two at home here before Big East tournament starts? Um, I would say just <coughs> we didn't set a tone for how we wanted to play, so I think we kind of let teams, you know, they got 
their leading scorer would get easy buckets, so then that'd get them going, or we wouldn't we wouldn't box out the first two three times, so then they would all start crashing the glass harder, and so I think just setting the tone, um, which like I said, what, what we did first Xavier um, needs to be what we do um, the rest of the way going forward, and so yeah, like we we learned that that I mean it helped obviously yeah. this weekend, and so we just, we just gotta buckle down and do that because like you said we did notice that we weren't getting off to the greatest of starts so um yeah just had to figure that out and, and do it starting I mean Xavier is a pretty good one to go off of I think you guys held Gray scoreless in the first half mm-hmm. altogether but I mean they tried to establish her early in that game and I think you guys were up maybe nine or ten after the first quarter in that one did you feel like there were things that translated in that performance there that you can take going forward that like from a scouting perspective from a mentality standpoint yeah I definitely think we talked about some things before that and it just came down to it's up to us and we care too much and are in too good a position like we need to make these changes you know and I think Xavier we did and we need to continue that yeah um, Liv and Jalen especially you guys have been in the NCAA tournament before um you've won first round games and I think it was a goal of yours to <laughs> I think it was a goal of yours to uh to, to, to push the envelope and go a little bit further and make this this last year something a little bit different. And I wonder um, how much this last stretch has affected your belief in that. Do you still feel like that those goals are attainable or do you feel like you're, you've had to reassess things in terms of how you're feeling physically and, you know, down the stretch here? I still think those goals are – sorry, I still think those goals are attainable for sure. Um, you know, I might not have played like it. Um, recently but like I said we just we flipped that switch for Xavier and if we keep putting things together um like this weekend and then conference tournament then I think that's definitely somewhere we can go but we just gotta do it and put those things together even Mm -hmm. though it's gonna be kind of quick quick in terms of time um to do that but I think we can and we had glimpses of it this last weekend and so we can put it all together I think we still can throughout your careers you guys have been able to play your best basketball at this time of the year do you even regardless of if you're having a really great season you've played your best that year still if you're having a not great year like some of the years where you guys had injuries um you were still able to make runs in conference tournaments and whatnot do you notice anything about your preparation this time of the year or the overall mindset or the the coaching that is able to you know enhance you guys at this time when you're some teams tighten up some teams aren't sharp they kind of like the moment gets too big but it seems like at least throughout your careers you guys have this this team has been able to play their best basketball at the end yeah I mean I think that it has to do a lot with the people and I mean coaches too like our coaches are very attentive to things we say and what we think and I think that's really important um but I honestly just think that when it comes we spend the season trying to get a little bit better every single day and so at this time of year we can just put it all together and that's what we've been able to do so yeah can we do that I think like we so obviously we start out non-con is like a season Mm. and we have conferences a season and then like once conference tournament tournament starts like a whole new season yeah so I think everyone yeah March is everyone just flips that switch and it's like it's go time like, so you guys are just so. bored in February then <laughs> no we should have been <laughs> we should have February and like, March can we get to March but, please um, yeah. yeah okay um I have some individual questions and I know you guys hate talking about yourselves so I've tried to figure out a way to make you talk about each other but Morgan I have one for you that's tough for anybody else to talk about so um I just wondered you transferred here 
and, and I know you battled injuries at Lipscomb, and I just wonder, what what's your, like, just assessment of what this experience has been like at Creighton specifically, because I know the injuries took the game away from you before you wanted it to end, so I just wondered how you were able to handle that men- mentally when you, when you realized it just got to a point where you couldn't push yourself any further. Um, I just think the coaching staff here makes it really easy on you with injuries, so I never had to question, well, I have to pay for my school now. Will I be able to be a part of the team and travel? That was never a question from the jump. So I knew I was going to be a part of the team. I knew I was going to still have scholarship and finish my master's out. And honestly, for me, I was in so much pain that not playing is a lot happier for me okay. than playing. Yeah. And I haven't really played healthy since I was like a freshman in college. So mentally, it was mainly just knowing I didn't have to practice every day, but that I have to bring some other dynamic to the team, whether it be knowing scout people on the bench or just being positive every day. Was it tough to be around the game when it wasn't in the capacity as a, a player anymore, you know what I mean? Initially it was, because yeah. obviously you still have a competitive side to you. Yeah. But um, I knew that if I was playing, I would just be hurt again. So I just tried to bring a different dynamic to the team. Was there anything that helped you through that initial frustration of... Because I imagine there's a realization point where you're like, I just can't do it anymore, and that's mm-hmm. probably tough for you to realize it yourself. Was there anything, anybody on the outside that, um, you know, that just helped you put it in perspective and, and helped you see that there's still a role here for you, even if it isn't in uniform? Yeah, my family for sure helped me through that time of trying to figure out what I wanted to do and what was the best choice for me. And our athletic trainer, Stephanie, helped me really put it in perspective and was like, your quality of life at 23 needs to be more than what it is now. Mm -hmm. And so that helped me to kind of flip the switch of being like, okay, it's good to be done. And that kind of gave me closure. Is your family going to be here for the senior day? Mm -hmm. Yep, my mom and dad. And you're planning on suiting up and Yes. Moving on <laughs> for, the court, right? Yeah. <laughs> for, 30, for a minimum of thirty seconds. A minimum of thirty seconds. Okay. Cool. Good luck to you. <laughs> Thank you. I know how back. I know how back injuries feel. So I will I, need I, it. yeah, you will. You will. Um, <laughs> it's tough to move one of those things. Uh, Live. I think you know we've talked about this before throughout your career, but I just think it's an interesting. It's an interesting path because, especially when you look at the landscape now, like. Your redshirt was pulled your freshman year because of an injury, but it didn't it didn't necessarily insert you into the rotation, so it kind of got pulled, and then you just sat. Yep. Then your next year, you redshirted. Yep. So like I I I don't know what the number what the percentage is of people who have gone through that type of situation in their first two years, but I have to imagine it's like ninety nine percent of them are somewhere else to end their career, and I just wonder why that didn't discourage you from wanting to be at Creighton and wanting to play and feeling like this was still the right place for you. I mean, even if you had those thoughts, you didn't end up ultimately going through with them. Like, why, why are you maybe a rare case in terms of not leaving the place that got off to a start like that? I mean, because I think Creighton, me being at Creighton, is about a lot more than basketball. And if there's anything I learned in those two years is how amazing Creighton is outside of just your sport. Mm -hmm. And I think it really allowed me to discover that. Um, So I think the, like, I mean, school's a big part of it. Like, the opportunities, like, getting our, Jalen and I both finishing our master's and graduating in three and a half years. And, like, when it comes to basketball, I don't know, it was kind of more of a motivational thing for me. Like, I felt like I had something to prove. Like, 
to myself that I could play at this level and play here and work, you know? Mm-hmm. So it just made me, like, work that much harder. What were the hardest days like? I can't imagine. Someone who's... Because I, I, I remember... I don't know if, Jalen, you can recall this, but, like, even her first years, like... And you guys had Riss and Sid and, yeah. and Audrey, a bunch of, like, really, really talented, some all-time great Creighton players. And, like, you guys would do those end-game situations in practice. Mm-hmm. And Liv was just, like, the game winner mm-hmm. every time. And I was like... <laughs> This kid's just got something different in her mind. Like, there's all these, well, there's all these crazy experienced, talented players around her, and then it's like when it's three, two, one time, mm-hmm. she's got a bucket in her. Like, I remember that as a freshman. Those I noted those constantly, um, um, and I just wonder how, you know, because you were that player to start, and I wonder how tough it was to get through those first two years, knowing that you had those abilities, but it wasn't being showcased. Yeah, I mean, I think Chevy was honestly the key to that. Like, she was always so good with me, and like. So we always were just, like, so focused on, like, developing what I can and controlling what I could. And, I mean, obviously my parents were great, too, and they were always very, very supportive. And teammates, too, like, they were always, like, hey, this situation's not great. Like, you're doing really well handling it, that type of thing. But I just think having a lot of support around me was very, very helpful. And then I also think that a lot came of that journey, you know? Like, I learned a lot from it and grew in ways that I wouldn't had I not gone through it you know gotcha um Jalen from uh just your development as a player like you know you come in as a you know just from from my evaluation standpoint you know a a spot up shooter with some with some obviously defensive skills um and now you've got all these post moves and you can attack off the dribble and the left hand isn't an automatic turnover anymore. Like you've got, like there's been some clear development in your in your skill set through these five years. And I just wondered how much of that was. Did you study the game at all? Did you study certain players? Did you were you actively trying to add things to your arsenal in terms of how to improve and maybe up the ante year by year as you as you went through your career? Um. Well, like you kind of said, I, I was telling Liv this other day, I was like, honestly, like in high school, I was like, I was not like great. Like I was like good, but I was like to live. I was like, I wasn't like a 25 point scorer like people are nowadays. I'm like, mm-hmm. I score like 15 here or there, <laughs> you know, I don't know. But, um, so coming in, I knew it was going to be tough. And then, um, obviously like you come in and it's like Marissa Janney and Sydney Lamberty, Brie Rollerson, you're yeah. like you see people are really good, <laughs> you know, and it's like, I don't, I like, I'm definitely not that good right now, and so, um, kind of just watching them, see what they did, um, that red shirt year was really big for me, I think, in terms of development, um, I was working out with Brad, like, four times a week, working out with Chev all the time, um, and I think that's where, um, I kind of, I not started getting moves, but just more confident in what I could do, and then I think, as like the years have gone, years had gone by, you know, people like, for example, freshman year, like only reason I started, or freshman playing year, the only reason I really started playing a lot more was when MC um, went down. Mm-hmm. Um, That's Flan's biggest regret, by the way. He's mentioned that multiple times. What? You won, I think you won freshman of the year that year, mm-hmm. and I don't think you played much in the non con. He's like, Yeah, I did. He's, <laughs> like, he's like, That's my worst coaching decision in my career. I, <laughs> I remember, I remember it, we were in Bahamas and I played like six minutes against Mizzou. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this freaking sucks. <laughs> you know? I was like, dang. And then, yeah, I just kind of flipped a switch there. Um, but, um, yeah, and then as people, like, like I said, MC went down, so kind of got a bigger role. And so um, had to 
not play outside myself, but just do a little bit more. And then next year, um, we lost, I mean, Bree inside, Lauren, three-point shooter. Obviously, MC again with that. So I had an even bigger role than Sid, Sid and that entire class leaves. Mm-hmm. Even bigger role. And so I think just realizing that I was had a bigger role and just working with Chev all the time and um, trying to come up with different things that'll help me, you know, especially on the offensive side because a bunch of them are, off, like, really good offensive players. Um, yeah, just kind of going through it and um, figuring out different stuff, different stuff I could put in my arsenal, like you said, to just expand it even more. When when did the killer instinct match up with the skill set? Do you think like? Because oh, I feel like that. I feel like maybe that was the question coming into the year. Was like, can you? Biggie's tournament last year. Okay. So did you, did, do you I feel like do that, that was when it was like, yeah, I've got game, and there's very few people who can stop me when I got to do something here. Like, I just wonder. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what it looks like. I mean, when you put your head down, there's not many people who can do anything about it. I think, and I just wonder when that. When the confidence and the swagger are caught up to the skills. Um, yeah, I'll, I would say Big East tournament last year. I just, like, that, obviously we hadn't had a great year. And at that, like, moment in time, I was like, I just don't want to be done, like, with this year. Like, Andre's one of my really good friends. Jade's one of my really good friends. And Brooke, obviously. And I was like, I don't want this year to be done for them. So I just want to, like, do whatever I can to not finish like this. And so... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was just trying to <laughs> not be done. Um, and then everyone everyone was like, you got to bring that next year, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I'll try. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> so the modesty was still there, like, sure. Well, I was like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, just, I was just trying not to lose, you know? Like, yeah. just trying to do whatever, whatever I could so that we could keep going, you know, like in March. So who are you playing for this year? Because you're the, you're, the, you're the senior now. I know, but still everyone. I want everyone to have a good experience and – those people that haven't been to NSA tournament yet, like I want them to experience that so that they can, you know, keep pushing for that and keep even go further than us, um, mm-hmm. if, however far we go. Um, but yeah, just so they can have that experience too, because our our seniors and juniors when we were freshmen and sophomores, they, you know, wanted us to have great experiences and did everything they could. Um, I'm sure for themselves a little bit too, but I mean for us because they wanted us to. Um, do even better than them, so it's very similar. Um, for Jalen and Morgan, I, I just on this kid here, uh, I don't think there's many people, and I have only been covering, it's getting close to a decade, but it's not quite, so I don't have a great sample size, but just, you know, when I think about all the sports I've covered and all the athletes I've covered, I don't know if I can think of, you know, two or three even that have played through more and keep getting up and keep going and even when it looks like the red light needs to be hit and maybe like you know throwing the towel like they did this weekend save yourself from from further punishment like mm-hmm. what 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 do you see and live that that is it even a surprise that she keeps getting up like but that Sometimes. she keeps <laughs> that she keeps that she keeps going despite all the all the things, all the reasons she could have to not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was one telling her to, to hang it up really? last year. <laughs> I was like, don't do this to yourself. <laughs> no, but I mean, I can't, I've been in the injury, seen the injury point of view and how difficult it is to play through it. And I just think it speaks to how much she wants to win for her team 
and uh, just her mindset overall and pushing through these injuries, not only the knees, but her head. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the team can't repay her for the sacrifice that she's made mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, like Morgan said, um, I just, like, anyone that asked me about Liv, I'm like, she just is freaking tough. Like, that's all you can really say. Like, like you said, I don't know anyone else that's gone through as much as she has and still playing and still taking charges and boxing people out and it's almost like she seeks that nonsense out (laughs) yeah it's crazy like Like, she doesn't feel right unless she's colliding with something (laughs) (laughs) like seriously and so yeah it's just it's like amazing because like I just think both of them I mean they both played through like a ton of stuff and I am like the biggest baby in the world and if I had to do any of that like there's (laughs) no way like I'd be able to do that and so like I always say that like props to them and because they have all they have both been through so much and I know I couldn't do it so for them to do it every single day and I mean maybe not every single day but (laughs) most days when she can when she can (laughs) when she can and performing in games like it's just amazing you guys keep her on ice until the (laughs) literally (laughs) yeah um uh, Liv and Morgan, I, I, you know, I, it, I went back and watched, um, I think, uh, it was when Kyle Corbett was being inducted into the Creighton Hall of Fame. And he says that was just really funny, but it's also kind of true because basketball is one of those sports where, like, an individual can not only, like, take over a game, but can, like, permeate belief throughout the, the group on the floor and just make you think you're capable of something that doesn't even seem possible in the moment. And I just wondered, like, with playing with Jalen, especially even if you go back to the Big East tournament last year and then this year, and then some of the performances she's had and the stretches she's had where it looks like it's, you know, one on zero out there sometimes, and she's just in the gym by herself, like, what is it like to play with someone who is, like, able to take over a game at that level, and how much belief does it give the group, do you, like, on the bench, on the court, when you see that she's kind of, like, in the zone there and there's not really anything that the opposing team can do to do about it yeah well I think obviously offensively but you don't see many players that are as offensively sound as Jalen is and then as defensively sound as she is so Mm -hmm. not only is she giving us a spark on the defensive end she's giving it to us on the offensive end too so whatever the team needs she can do it and you never really see that and it's hard to explain like how reliable she is especially how many times in conference has she sparked a 9-0 run on her own and mm-hmm. brought us back from being down I mean there's just no there's no comparison and a lot of the people on the team don't I don't even think they realize what a great player they're playing with so yeah definitely everything she said and I just like kind of go back to uh Biggie's tournament last year it was like oh my gosh she is just dominating <laughs> every part of this game mm-hmm. And it was against a team that I think had beat you by Butler, 30 but twice, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it was like, so the, the belief like, was probably at an all-time low in terms of, like, how do we beat this team that has absolutely waxed this twice? She like, yeah. had these two ridiculous blocks, I remember. Mm-hmm. She sent a few back. Oh, my God. Was that? And then she also, I don't remember how many points you had, but you killed them. They, like, couldn't stop anything. Uh, so I remember it happening then. And then again, Cancun. We're playing like West Virginia. West Virginia, Virginia yeah. yeah. At that time, I I felt like our team this year, like yeah, we had experience, but we also had a lot of really young players. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of a question mark. Yeah, and so then for I think for all the young people to like see what we had and like oh we just 
do our little part. She's got the rest, you yeah. know. So just like keep being there, keep being there. I just on that on that game alone, <laughs> I remember so I was watching it, and it, and I'm usually like, I usually can like pick up on when something's pretty special yeah. and like carry it all the way through. Yeah. And then I caught myself at the end of the game realizing that Tatum is a like a board away from a triple double. Yeah. Yep. It hasn't happened in like a yes. decade. Okay, and yeah. I'm like. I didn't even notice that until like a minute left in the fourth quarter, and it was because this kid was just cooking. Yeah. And I was like, "That's how, yeah, that's how nuts <laughs> of a crazy. zone she was in." Uh, I was like, I didn't even realize that history is about to be made on yeah, one of her okay. teammates. Like, and it was, then, yeah. And then Villanova at Villanova mm-hmm. this year, I was like, "All right, you keep shooting, Jalen." <laughs> I remember. Dropped thirty-eight on Providence too. So yeah, that too. That. Um, eight minutes left. Eight minutes. Four left. four points away from the record. <laughs> Touch the wall. I forget. It was someone was guarding her, and they literally just like put their head down. And was like, well, nothing else I can do <laughs> on the court. I was like, oh my goodness. But you've mentioned that from a belief standpoint of what that does, like, and 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 many like a lot of players and coaches have talked about like how powerful belief can be, just to carry you through a moment where it doesn't feel like yeah you've got it, you know, and it doesn't feel like it's all there, but just believing you can helps you get through it. Mm-hmm. Like how much does she and her and having that ability to do that in certain games um, help you guys believe you can beat anybody at any time? Yeah, I feel like our team is very confident mm-hmm. just because of that, you know, really? like solely because of that. Um, and we've seen this year, like it's happened, you know. So Even games when she's scoring 15 instead of 30, we know she's going to hit the next shot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, on on that note, I've I, you know I, Connie uh, has said it, uh, Flan has said it, uh, Doug Bruno has said it that he they they all think you've got. Um, I know you probably hate this question, but <laughs> they they think you've got the ability to play um, in the WNBA, and I know that's not something that is always like. It even enters your guys' minds just because Creighton's a small school in Omaha and it doesn't often attract WNBA talent like. There's not scouts just filling the gym up and everything like that. So I just wondered from from your perspective, because not everybody wants to play professionally after they're done. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Audrey and Sid, as great as they were, they didn't want to play afterwards. So it wasn't ever like – I never have to ask them those questions mm-hmm. about what's next. Like, is that a goal of yours? And even though I know you're not thinking about it right now, mm-hmm. maybe because of what is left in this season, but do you have goals to play professionally when it's done? Um, I do have goals to play professionally. Um people you know ask me like do you want to play the WNBA or overseas whatever and I'm like whoever will take me yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like whoever will take me um but yeah I I do want to play professionally I think I don't think I'm quite done with basketball just yet so when did you did you did, did that happen organically or was it like a point in your career where it was like maybe I can keep going here like maybe I've got because um, I imagine confidence for you was something that needed to be yeah. built along the way as well. Yeah. So the fact that you can even believe, tell yourself you can play professionally has to be a hurdle to clear in the first place, right? Yeah. Um, and then it's like these guys, you know, telling me to like, Chev brought up to me, I think it was like the end of last year. And she kept asking me like to give her like percentage, like 20% leaning towards it, 80% not leaning towards it. So like every week I'd have film or something with her. She's like, so what's, what's your percentage now? And like, so last year I was like, eh, I don't know, like maybe like 30, 70 in terms of like going for it, not going for it. And then this year she's like, all right, like what, what are you thinking now? And I'm like, ah, oh, like 50, 50. And I just kept getting higher and higher. Mm-hmm. And so, so after West Virginia, it was like 70, 30. <laughs> no, it hit 70, 30 to like Christmas. Okay. Um, but 
but yeah, and then like knowing that like Marissa, Marissa played and Bree played, and mm-hmm. Bree's texting me like, "Dang, dude, like numbers you're putting up, like you got to come over here with me, blah blah blah, like all this stuff." And then them like, "You better play, like <laughs> all this stuff." And I'm like, "Well, I mean, if I can, yeah." And so then I just like hearing all this stuff, and then just yeah, it's just like I think I have the ability to and. You think awesome. you have <laughs> See, that's what. That's what. Chef always says that she's like, "Yes, you do," and I'm like, "Okay." Um, do you but, just not want to say it, or do you really wonder sometimes if you do? Um, I'm like really hard on myself, so yeah. sometimes I'm like, "Eh," but I don't know. These guys help help me with my confidence for sure, and like letting me know that. Um, but yeah, so the opportunity presents itself then I will so you're just gonna take the WMA money pay live as your hype man <laughs> yeah like, literally like, though just Literally, carry it, have her it'll be my agent like, yeah, you got, you got this you got this <laughs> um oh, let me think I think where are we at okay so we're almost at 30 um I did wanna sorry I shouldn't have said that out loud but um I wanna be respectful of your guys' time um I did have some fun questions about the coaching staff because oh, I just geez. I like to rib them a little bit um <laughs> And I just wondered, like, uh, first of all, what's it like to to play for, you know, Flan, Cy, Chevy, Carly? Because while they are all super competitive and they want to win and they can be hard on you guys, they're also pretty – like, they're all a bunch of goofballs they're at the crazy. same time, yeah. too. Like, so, <laughs> they're crazy. <laughs> what's it like to play for, like, a group of people who has that much of a wide range – where it's like lock in versus let's clown around. <laughs> it's um, does it help? I guess that you guys get through it. Yes, yeah. it does for it's sure. Fun. It's funny. It keeps life interesting for no, sure. Yeah, <laughs> but you yeah. always know where you stand with them on a personal note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. know, once you're off the court, you're off the court, and you have a personal relationship with them. It's not just a you played bad today, done with you type of a transaction. <laughs> right. So yeah, some yeah. programs are like get away from me. And also, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Flan can rip you, and then as soon as you break it down, he's like, "So how did your test go today?" You know, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. And not a lot of programs aren't like that. Yeah, they. And they're crazy. Yeah, <laughs> they're crazy. No, they're great though. Like, like they each are so different. Um, Flynn actually told us this one year. He, so he's a certain way, and he like hired them because they all are different and fit in the ways where he lacks. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's super important um, in terms of like a. I'm trying to think of what to say. Camaraderie. Yes, camaraderie mm-hmm. and like a. I don't know how to say it. There's a word on my tongue. Um, but, yeah, and so there's there's Flan, who's, like, very numbers guy, and I don't know, just, like, very psych- er, philosophical thinking. Yes, yeah. he and was then, a philosophy major in college. Yes, he so was, yes. Um, there's Sai, who's, like, hard-nosed, like, just do it, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. She has a more quiet one, but it will tell you stuff to the side. Carly is like the funny one will keep you like energized and so just it's good to have that variety because you don't want four people like yelling at you all the time mm-hmm. or, four bad cops or four bad cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah literally and so yeah it, I think it helps that they're all so different um but they're all still so fun too like playing joined our layup lines and stuff mm-hmm. last year dances in our dub club stuff <laughs> Um, Carly is always Carly, just being crazy, and then Shevin says, "I will throw throw that in there a little bit too." So yeah, it's, they're super fun to play for. Yeah, just yeah, she not, hit yeah. all that. <laughs> <laughs> Nadia's not good for a podcast. Right? <laughs> Sorry. So, yes. um, 
I did have some funny questions about them because I was wondering how well you guys know them. Um, and it actually, I get to go back into one of them because they're not part of the answer. So I was like, how do I ask about all four and then not give away the fourth one because mm-hmm. of the first three? Um, but which one of your coaches of those four played two sports in college? Plan. Yeah. yeah, plan. You guys confident in that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. I didn't think anyone was going to get that. Oh, yeah. Really? They're going to think, like, who the best athlete is. Uh, yeah, Flan did play, too. She's the only one. Um, which, coach, which coach didn't play for Creighton? Yeah. Where'd she play? Drake. Drake. Okay. She always lets us know. So I thought that was going to be an easy one. So the next one is, I had a, I had a, I had a curveball for Cy. Like, what was her, did she beat Creighton more than she lost to Creighton in her career? I feel like she did beat Creighton. I think so. I think so. I'm not confident in that, but based... I feel like she said... I feel like she, like, went off against Creighton. Yeah, she she did go off against Creighton a few times, yeah. Yeah. The question is, did she beat them more than... Well, I would hope if you go off in a game that you're pulling out a win. (laughs) So the consensus is yes? Yeah. Yeah, she did. She was fine with that. I Which coach hit two free throws as a freshman in the final five seconds to beat Wichita? I would assume Carly. Carly. I would assume, but I don't know. Why would you assume Carly? Just I feel like she would play. I feel like she would play. Yeah, clutch. And I feel like she, no offense to Chef. I feel like she would play more as a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah, it was Carly. <laughs> It's pretty good. Chevy's going to kill you for that. I know. Um, it's okay, though, because she might not kill you for that, because the next one is about um, her specifically, because I know okay. she's been really key with the player development. The skill set is one part of it, but there have been several times where I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit late leaving practice and I catch her with one of you mm-hmm. and it's after an individual workout, but there's not a ball bouncing and there's not a shot mm-hmm. going up. It's just like a, it's like a eye contact. Yep. It's a long conversation. Um, sometimes there are tears involved. I've seen that many times before. Like, I just wondered how much of an impact she's had on you know, a wide variety of things from the enjoyment of the game to the development as people to the development as players. Because it seems like, it seems like when you're like, when the, when the credit is ready to be given, the head coach just takes the accolade because it's the win, it's all that and stuff like that. But I feel like Chevy has had a major impact in terms of who a lot of the players have become as players and people. And I just wondered if you can expand on like what that, what her role has been in terms of getting you guys to this point? I mean, for me and everything you talked about earlier, I would say, like, Chevy's why I'm here. Really? Yeah, definitely. She's just really, really gifted, not just as a coach, but as just, like, someone who you can relate to and talk Mm -hmm. with and who really takes an interest in you as a person and, Mm -hmm. like, knows how you think and knows how to deal with everyone like she's really gifted in that way too just yeah 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 um, like she said I have my freshman year especially I mean still now because I'm just soft but (laughs) (laughs) um but there are like just like you said she's talking to you and I like cried after every practice my freshman year I swear Really? Like, I'm not even kidding. Most practices. We had to guard Audrey the whole season. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's I just thought I was, visit. like, trash. And she always, like, was there, like, reassuring me. Like, I was doing just fine. And, like, it was, like, no matter if it was, like, every single day or just, like, once that week. She was, like, I promise you are doing completely fine. Mm-hmm. And then, like, with player development stuff. Like, yeah, she was both of our coaches. Yeah. Um, 
for that and obviously she just has helped so much in that aspect um like and she, she'll be the first one to tell you she's definitely more offensive than defensive for sure <laughs> yeah. for sure but that's yeah. the highlight reel though yeah. those skills yeah see that's why she yeah but um but yeah and just like Liv said like you can go up to her office and just like talk for like an hour and she just will be listening um she'll tell you like it is too mm-hmm. um she'll she tell you the that. truth yeah. yeah um but she really like believes in us and makes us know that and um just is really great in terms of connecting and i think that's it's super awesome to know that you have that in your corner as a coach uh, have you ever cried with yeah, like I don't think you're much. She's of it. tough. Yeah, she's yeah. not. I don't yeah. think you. I don't even think you have tear ducts. But uh, like, what do you think it is about her that is able to take you, and not just you specifically, but like players at their lowest, and like take them when they're like broken down and just build them back up like right in front of you within one conversation or one workout and make you feel like you you just yeah. leave believing more in yourself right. than you did going in. I feel like it's that balance. Like you, you know, she knows basketball. Mm-hmm. But she's also so good at being real, but also being so supportive. And, like, that combination's just rare. Mm-hmm. And she definitely has that. Makes you trust her opinion more because yeah. she'll shoot totally. you straight, but then you'll, she'll also be the person to lift you up. Yeah. So that balance in saying what you need to hear, yeah. but also positive reinforcement on top of it is mm-hmm. how like you try. You're doing okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Like, it's going to yeah. be You know, fine. she's not giving you fluff. She means what she's saying. Yeah. Gotcha. So the last one, I guess, with the senior weekend and everything, <clears throat> not to, you know, there is going to be the pressure of the performance because obviously where you guys are at in terms of the NCAA tournament at large thing and everything, it's, there's little margin for error left, if any. So that's one side of it, the pressure that's, you know, yeah. on you guys. Um, but senior weekend also carries a lot of emotion with it because there is some finality to suiting up on senior day for the last time and, like, all the hoopla that goes into the festivities at the end with the parents and everybody there and, you know, kind of I imagine memories just flood through your mind when you think about the journey itself. Like, how are you guys going to handle all that? And have you figured out a way that you feel like is going to be ineffective in terms of bottling that up and, and using it effectively where it doesn't kind of overwhelm you on, those, on that day? I'm just glad it's after the game instead <laughs> yeah. of before the game like a lot of teams. Yeah, I think I'm either going to just burst into tears or be stone cold. Don't know which one. One, one or the other? <laughs> yeah, okay. not sure which one it's going to so be. So immediate, we'll if you're out. good right away, you'll yeah. be good for the duration? Okay. I think I'm just, like, honestly, I feel, like, very happy. Like, I didn't think I was going to get here, you know? Really? <laughs> so, I don't know. There's just, like, a lot. I mean, there will be a lot of emotions, I'm sure. It'll be sad, but also just... Uh, yeah, content. content. Like, did, I feel did, like it's been a great journey. Did you guys cut videos again, or do you have to give speeches? We did. Well, we thought well, we didn't be determined. determined. Yeah, we, <laughs> we thought we didn't have speeches, but we might. So, but we did do a video. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why we thought. Yeah, because they cut the speech. I think there was just like a bumbling, bunch of bumbling idiots out there on the court on senior night, so they cut mm-hmm. out the speeches like right. in a moment. I think it was like Carly's last class, like. Every single one of them just cried. You couldn't even hear That's what they were. That's going to be me if we do have to speak. Really? So, <laughs> yeah. So I thought you couldn't hear any of the words I'm they were saying. I'm just going to mumble because I don't yeah. know. If you ever go back and watch, like, Sarah Nelson's senior I speech. Sarah Nelson was crazy. If you can figure out what she said, I mean, <laughs> and I'm, like, a, I'm a pro at transcribing things, mm-hmm. but it's, like, 
there's nothing there. She just cries the whole time. It's, you know? yeah. yeah. She thanked everybody in her life, but it was like, yeah. I don't know what she's talking about right yeah. now. Would, it was pretty funny. That'd be me, so let's hope you don't have to speak because, yeah. yikes, I will be bawling like a baby. Gotcha. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys sitting down now and going through some of those memories. Um, good luck to you this weekend. Good luck to you the rest of the way. Thank you. And uh, Thank you. as always, I appreciate your time, whether the interviews on video, audio, just randomly sitting around the table. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.